Church-going people often serve idols. And those idols are a snare to them. You may be shocked at the idea that anyone who attends a church would serve an idol. The most extreme example that I think I have ever seen of a church-going person serving an idol was a Catholic woman who was a realtor in Lubbock, Texas. I had put my house up for sale, and this Catholic realtor was in the realty company handling my house. She went over there and took a little figure and planted it in the backyard of my flower bed to have power to sell the house. When I found out about this, my realtor mentioned that she had done this, and my realtor was a Methodist kid that didn't know anything about God, apparently. And when she told me what this woman had done, I said, that's witchcraft. And the little realtor said, oh, witchcraft? I didn't know that. I said, well, yes, it's, she's, she's doing witchcraft at my property. Go over there and get that idol and throw it away and remove it immediately and, because it's witchcraft. Well, the little realtor did that. She went over there and got it that same day and removed it. I was just shocked. In the Catholic Church, they pray to different saints, and they've got all kinds of dead people they're praying to, Mary being one. Mary, the mother of Jesus, is dead. She is asleep, according to the Bible. She's not awake watching over anybody. You can't pray to Mary. You pray to God. There are so many idols, especially in the Catholic Church. They've got molten images of statues that they go up to. I've never been there, and I've seen it, but I know that they do this. They go to these statues and there's some kind of little plaque underneath the statue and they recite something as they bow down to this um, statue. That's ridiculous. Those are idols. That's horrible. I saw a movie last night on television and this guy mentioned something about he lit a candle for someone and this other person said, oh, is that like a prayer? And he said, yes, it's like a prayer. And that's terrible. There's no place in the New Testament Bible that tells us to light candles so that we can have faith to pray or get our prayers answered or anything else. The thing we are told to do to get our prayers answered, and we are told in 1 John chapter 5, that if we pray according to the will of God, then God hears us and our prayers will be answered. If you will look at First John 5 for a minute, we will uproot that idol, hopefully, of that lighting candles. Because there's nothing in the New Testament Bible telling us to light candles as we pray. Start at verse 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he, God, hears us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, 
we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. So when we pray according to the will of God, that prayer will be answered. And that's how you get your prayers answered. Pray according to the will of God on the subject. And if you don't know the will of God on the subject, ask him for wisdom because it says in James 1.5, if we ask him for wisdom, he will give us wisdom. And then we will know the will of God. And then we can pray according to the will of God. You do not pray to dead people. Dead people are asleep. We know that because Jesus shows us that in John chapter 11. Lazarus died. And the disciples said, well, if he sleeps, then he does well. Because Jesus said, Lazarus is asleep. And they thought Jesus was talking about taking his rest in sleep. Finally, Jesus said to them, Lazarus is dead, John chapter 11. And Jesus says, we go there that I might raise him from the dead. When you talk about people dying, they are asleep. They can't watch over you. The world does many things saying they watch over you. There is a movie called Carousel where dead people watch over the living. There's a movie called, I think it's called A Guy Named Joe from the 1940s. Somebody in World War II who was dead who watched over people. This is not truth. Truth is the word of God. Dead people are asleep. It's really kind of strange to think of this, but a lot of times people bury dead relatives next to each other. Now, I just kind of wonder what do they think they're doing down there in those graves? Do they think they're going to have a card game or they're going to visit with each other? They're asleep. All death is, is falling asleep. I told my cousin that one time her husband had died. And she said, Thurman got skin cancer, and most people get well. But he just was lying there in the hospital bed. He reached over and patted my hand, and he fell asleep, died. I said, that's just exactly what death is. You're falling asleep. That's what the Bible shows us. It's not my idea. I read it in places like John chapter 11, 1 Thessalonians 4. Those are two areas where it speaks of this. Before my favorite aunt died, I talked with her by phone. She had been Church of Christ all her life. She had also had an experience where she was taken into heaven. And she said, oh, and it was all golden. She was a genuine Christian. She said, what do you think happens to us when we die? And I said, we fall asleep. Death is simply falling asleep. And she said, no, that's what I think. She died about two days later. There are so many religious idols in both Catholic and Protestant churches. 
I attended a luncheon at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas when I lived there. It was downtown on the sixth floor of this big building. It overlooked the parking lot of First Methodist Church. I was sitting at a table with about six other people. This woman pointed out the window and said, That is our church, meaning First Methodist Church. And I said, We are the church. She looked at me and she said, What did you say? And I said, We are the church. And she said, I'm not a church. That's the church. And she really got angry. And she said, she said, we are the church. That's the church, the building. She pointed at the building. I didn't say anything more. But the building is not the church. We are the church. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. The Apostle Paul says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God? and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Also, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians six nineteen, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? We are the church. We who are born again, we who have been changed by God from that person we once were, we are born again, the saints of God, the elect of God. Many churchgoers worship their buildings and their things that are in their buildings, their stained glass windows, their choirs, their preachers, but they do not worship the Word of God, the Bible doing the Bible. Thus they have an outward form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Paul says from such turn away. Check the New Testament Bible, for if that thing that you are doing in religious settings, if it is not in the New Testament Bible, then it is an idol that has been set up by other men for you to worship. You must not do that. Your faith must be in God. Jesus says, They that worship God must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Check the Bible. Be sure that religious thing that you are doing is in the Bible and that we are told to do it in the Bible. Otherwise, you're going to be worshiping an idol at your church. And there will be a very, very severe penalty for idolatry. Thank you for allowing me to speak today.